0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome and thank you for downloading and indulging in this new addition to the international Detective Dragons from Outer Space podcast lineup, The Gutter Skypes. You're hearing the very first recorded meeting via Skype of Mark Kinney, Blind Geek, Andros, and myself. I put out a request in August of this year, 2008, to get into a gaming group that meets and plays via internet audio. Most often that's a Skype connection. My Good Luck was a very quick response from Mark Kinney of All Games Considered, who put together a terrific scenario for Spirit of the Century. The rest is, hopefully, a series of recordings that will entertain you and give you the same feeling of being there as I got when I listened to the Roll Monkeys, which essentially is what inspired the whole venture. Now, this episode is labeled as a character creation session, and of course it is, but if you're familiar with Spirit of the Century, you know that this segment of the game is every bit as fun as proceeding through the story itself. I will mention before getting underway here that this episode, and only this episode, was recorded using my portable digital recorder. The audio is not of the highest standard, but it should be fine for getting all of what is said, and it's fully understandable. The episodes that come after this were all recorded in line and are of a far higher sound quality. So, on behalf of Mark, the GM, Andros, who plays Reggie, Blind Geek, who plays Nick, and myself playing Hank, thank you again for sampling this very first session of The Gutter Skypes.
1: Okay, well, um, actually, has everybody, has everybody had a chance to go over the Spirit of the Century rules and all that to a fair extent? Yes. I got a little comfortable with it. Yeah. Okay. Most of it. okay, good. Uh, do you have an idea as far as what you want to do with your, your like, characters?
2: I've got a character concept started, yeah. I've got about okay. half of this one. I was thinking with the collaborative nature of the character creation that it would be I would kinda of throw out what I have in mind and, and then see what we can as a collaborative
3: effort. Yeah, I was thinking along those lines too. I have two or three ideas that might complement what the others come up with. All
1: right. Uh well, like I said in the email that I sent out in the first place, a couple of minor changes to the base setting. The base setting tends to assume that you're in 1922. I'm backing it up a few years to 1919. Oh, just after so, the war. Yeah. And there's a particular reason, but you'll find that out later.
4: Nice <laughs> out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Cool. I had and a couple of. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Go on. Well, I had a. a this is probably going to get covered when we start getting into character creation, but I was just. Uh, I was just mentioning to Andros when we got when we got online um, a few minutes before you rejoined us that I'm I'm a little bit twisted up over the differences and similarities between stunts, aspects, and skills. I can pretty much figure out. I think, but uh, stunts and aspects, I started making things up on my own and went over, you know, the list that's available and it, and it looks to me, at least according to the rules, like aspects and stunts are somewhat intertwined. So all this, uh, you know, this creative stuff that I came up with on my own uh, might not be acceptable uh, as part of the well, game or just might be different versions of what they already have down there already.
2: The, the, way the aspects may well work. Sorry, go oh, I'm sorry. The way it was explained to me on the, on the fate list was um, that aspects represent who your character is and what your character is about, whereas stunts are more tailored toward what your character can do. I don't know if that helps or not. But anyway. Yeah.
4: I can go along with that. Yeah, that's kind of the impression I had. I guess I'm, I'm getting... Uh I'm getting a little bit too deeply into the nuts and bolts too soon of this, so uh, yeah. I just well, wanted to mention that I was confused over that. So,
1: okay, well, the aspects pretty much work like like you're talking about there as far as you're pretty much making up statements about your 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 character or taglines or just descriptions or possibly nemeses or you know that that kind of. Thing, whereas these the stunts are are more defined in the the book, and that and they've got at least in the spirit of the century, they've got like different paths that those take as you go to. So, and some of them are kind of connected with um, with with aspects because, like for example, if you're doing a like gadget based character you can have his particular gadget also be an aspect which gives certain bonuses to it like he, like he's not going to lose it easily and that kind of thing hmm. so okay I have a feeling
4: but probably what I ended up doing was just uh, renaming stuff that was already there and uh, um, on my own and then finding it and seeing that it wasn't quite what I whatever I think we'll probably be able to iron this out pretty easily once we get into the character creation itself
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, were there any other questions as far as the background on that? Because I know we covered a few things in the email when we were figuring this out in, in the first place.
2: Um, the only thing I remember from the email is what you have already said about this starting in 1919 and there being a bit more lean towards supernatural possibilities. Um, did I miss an email? Because <laughs> yeah, I mean
1: it's it's not like you've got wizards running around throwing spells around per se. It's more like the if you've ever heard of, any of the old shadow shows, where he's he got the power to, to to like cloud men's minds. He's sort of it has this sort of mystical ability, and and that. But it's more on on, on, on that level and, and that's really kind of where these the stunts come into because you've got the whole mystical portion of of those uh, you can still do a little bit about it to I mean through like aspects and the that but it's not overt you know you're you well I, I'm not even going to necessarily say that it won't necessarily be but it's 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 not high fantasy, basically.
4: <laughs> okay. Works for me. I mean all you got all you gotta say is the shadow and I know what you're talking about.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: And uh like I said, as far as a beginning, we'll probably start in uh, in Britain, so. But I mean, you can still be from wherever, it's just when we start play, you'll be gathered in Britain for something, and that's...
5: Oh, cool.
1: But, but that doesn't necessarily... Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, well, I guess who wants to start?
3: Are you going to start? <laughs> I'll
2: start. <laughs> Thank you, <Okay>. good. <laughs> I actually kind of inspired from the latest, uh, or at least the latest one I've heard, but Detective Dragon's Outer Space. Oh, no, how'd uh, that happen? <laughs> well, you were talking about UFOs, and, and that got me thinking about a character who, who mm. has missing... Being, or missing memories he remembers something of possibly being taken and he has some sort of supernatural gift he didn't have before and so he, and uh, I hadn't quite narrowed what that supernatural thing would be
5: that,
2: that was the part where I was thinking it would kind of depend on what everybody else was doing that you know, something might fall into place
4: What's the guy's name, or have you got one? Um Or is it I a guy?
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, I assume too much. Yeah. No, it's the guy, but I haven't got a name for him yet. I'm kind of I tend to work from um, the character and then come up with a name after the character's done just because that's just how my mind generally works. <laughs> Do you have an idea of what his um,
3: motivation might be? The reason why he doesn't. Is
2: it too early in the but, process for that? Um, I'm thinking because I, I had two. The other idea I had, which might actually work better for for Saucy. Um, in cheek. I was going to have a character named Nick Tesla. <laughs> and uh, yeah, everything that pretty much just came into your head is probably what came into my head as well. He's, he's a, a pulp hero who, just, who does everything with electricity and all kinds of interesting, uh, yeah. interesting gadgetry and stuff involving electricity. And of course, he's way ahead of his time as far as that goes. And Sounds like a dangerous fellow to know. (laughs) That's shocking. Yeah, it's an electrifying prospect. It almost made me bolt out of my chair when I first thought of it.
4: I don't have a rim shot. Who's got a rim shot? Anybody? (laughs) Uh,
1: Not on uh, on this computer. Okay. No, but I can tell you I'm shocked. (laughs)
2: further down into this current oh. tangent.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh. Thank
2: oh. you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I muted myself
4: for coughing. I shouldn't have. This <laughs> is just hacking my lungs out. All right, I'm sorry. we am stepping all over Mark here. Let me shut up.
1: Um, I know that either of those concepts works fairly well. I know just one thing to throw out as far as the UFO thing, uh, there were sort of you. UFO sightings back in the 1800s. They just called them airships back then. Uh, oh. There was an old, um, I don't know if, you, if you're familiar, familiar with Ken Heights suppressed transmission columns. They got collected in, into some, some books at, at, at one point, but they ended up, they ended up talking about those at, at one point. They had a lot of similar aspects to the UFO sightings from later on. So either 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 way, since like, so, since they do kind of bracket the time period
2: we're in, you, you go you know, either either way with that, it ought, it, ought, it ought to work. Maybe I could combine the two. Maybe he was really good with electricity, and then he remembers some has some vague memories of something happening involving um did someone just yeah, like we're You're gonna need to
1: yeah. I uh, think you know, we uh, just lost Andros.
4: Yeah. <laughs> What do I do? I guess I invite him back into the... Where is he? Yeah. I've just, uh, I've just exercised the limit of my technical prowess. <laughs> <laughs> if we don't get him back, I
1: have no idea what else to do. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll give it a few minutes and then, and then try again, I guess. Yeah. Let me see. Is he still showing up? his online? Yeah, he is. Well, I'll give him a couple minutes and we'll try it again. Mm-hmm. Um I guess one thing that'll really help, kind of start getting this to work, out is when we actually start going through the the like phases, because that'll kind of grow the character from okay, from uh, from childhood on up, and that'll kind of help maybe direct things as we go. Yeah. Oh, bummer.
4: We had him back and we we lost him again. Right to conference.
3: There.
4: Can you hear me now? Oh, there we go. Yes. Hey, hey, hey.
1: Oh.
3: There we go. It it's twitched microphone's on, on again? Mute strikes
1: again.
4: It's yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. I, I just I'll just let you know, these kind of things happen when you start talking about UFOs, man.
5: <laughs> Ooh. It's my nice. fault, my okay. <laughs> <started in> motion.
4: <laughs> oh yeah. Okay.
5: Okay. Uh, nice. Let's see, did I miss anything?
3: Uh, I was just uh, saying I think
2: that's not a way to one. Yeah, you were talking about
3: possibly combining both of your character concepts.
2: Yeah, where he was good with electricity, but then he has this vague memory of something happening. He's not sure what. Um, and he has knowledge of how to... It's like, he's, it's like his brain opened up and all... Well, you know, that's an interesting image, but uh, <laughs> his mind opened up, shall we say, and all of a sudden it was like... Um, Working with, it became, you know, 12 times easier than it used to be, and that's why he's able to, he understands things on an intuitive level as far as how to make these things that are ahead of their time as far as electricity and stuff work. And his motivation as to why he does what he does is because he, he, you know, he's always been about, um, He's always been kind of a fire for justice in his own way, but now with the electricity, he can actually get something done.
3: Ooh. Okay, that's cool. He has a
2: starting point. <laughs> He's yeah. gonna, yeah. you know. Oh
3: yeah. Well, you want to hear my starting point? <laughs> sure. All right. Okay. Uh, so far, I have only his first name is Reggie. He is a British, was actually born in Africa on safari, <laughs> and uh, spent most of his life on safari ever since. He's a big game hunter, and uh, he is very, very natural, mostly t- into tracking down very strange creatures so he can shoot them. <laughs> and this is... This is, yeah. This has had the interesting side effect that he's wound up actually helping people who have been uh, terrorized by some of these creatures. Ooh. Lucrative and practical.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and it also leads him to be the first, the very first Mac web browser user.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and he created a new industry, cryptozoological taxidermy.
3: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, oh, I also have an idea for a name for my novel.
4: Slick.
3: Mm. Oh. Ready? Okay. Night, Night of the Chupacabra.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Is that
3: N-I-T-H-T or K-N-I-T? <laughs> uh, oh, there we go, tonight. So, this one we're talking about, N I G H D. yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, because either you know, <laughs> one has interesting potential. <laughs> yes, it does. That is an idea. Oh, I thought of Howl of the Chupacabra. That might work, too. You never know.
4: In the Night of the Chupacabra. That's slick. Well, I got, uh, I don't know, my character seems a little boring, but... I, um, here I am pretending everybody's done. Did anybody have more to say about their character? That's a good start for now. All right. Um, yeah, mine's a little boring. Mine's a typical uh, boy from the farm thing. Characters, uh, well, the, the persona is Hank Bugle, the fist from the farm. Nice. And uh, I guess yeah. it, uh, for motivation, I, I'm actually what I'm looking at is one of the aspects here, but... It really kind of sums up his his character. The world is happening, and I'm missing it.
3: Mm. Interesting.
4: So it's basically, you know, if anything's going on anywhere that's exciting, uh, and he hears about it, he just gets all in a twist over not being where it's happening, and just wants to be there. He hates to miss any kind of excitement going on elsewhere. I mean, I I did up a whole uh, I did up the whole uh, pre uh, the, the the childhood thing, the uh, war years. He, you know, grew up on a farm. He had a man that traveled a lot. Told him stories. She died. Left uh, travel left travel guides in a trunk somewhere, and he memorized all of them. And his brothers and sisters or are, are you know he likes his family likes him. He likes his family, but they're all just you know for some reason when they went to the state fair they didn't see it as the single greatest event since Genesis and he did because it was different it was exciting and uh, he just wants to get out and see the world and not be on the farm because it bores the hell out of him and I came up with a title for the for uh, the novel uh, Hank Bugle and the Antarctic Anarchists that's cool I've got a blurb for it too the fifth I think you have to do the blurb in the in the shadow radio format, which I think is, The fist from the farm finds himself pitted against Rakto, the Hawaiian lunatic. Out of the frozen wastes of the Antarctic, Rakto is plotting to unleash an army of zombie Bolsheviks who will blow up the entire world, starting with Biscataway, New Jersey. And then, of course, <laughs> some other character, one of the other guys is... Uh, I guess at some point this becomes involved in that novel and then I
1: guess
4: is that another phase am I jumping ahead
1: yeah, yeah oh, I'm yeah, the, 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 like the, the basically because we have three players we'll end up everybody will, will be involved in everybody's novels yes because both cool. of, the, 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 of the last phases are, are your guest appearances and someone else's novel oh cool, I jumped They're way ahead just okay yeah, it's 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 cool. We're, we're, we're we can still shuffle things around, so it's all good. Cool. No, I like that idea. Yeah, and it's not a half bad
2: impression of the Doctor Floyd narrator too. That's pretty cool.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I
4: think I think it's a pretty. I think that's a, it's as generic as the shape of a cereal box. That voice. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, I got a whole bunch more like written out, but I'm not just going to go ahead and like read everything. I just, you know, um, I of course defer to Mr. K for what the next step is and what well, we're supposed to do. I
1: guess we'll just um, move along to phase one background, and that'll help us. As we're starting through the through the phases, we can start really narrowing down things and and maybe getting those who aren't as sure about. Um, where the characters are going, this might help focus it as we go along. So, um, your background, of course, as up to about age fourteen, um, sort of, you know, you'll have two aspects based on sort of how you were raised, your your early life, and that. Um, you is, is a, have a, a, a brief idea of the events, of any major events in that particular phase of your character's life, and and then, of course, the two aspects that are tied to, the, to that phase, so whoever wants to go first on that, or if you would just want to kind of talk things back and forth a little bit as far as some of the concepts, because... You, some of your aspects, like I said, could end up referring to each other. That will probably be more likely later on. But if you decide you know each other earlier, then that can work too. Are you all want to do it. Uh,
4: well, it's probably uh, not likely I would have met the other two unless it was at something like that state fair I talked about. That probably would have been one of the defining events in his, in uh Hank Bugle's life like when he was 13 he went to the state fair if there was a possibility that either one of the other two guys was in Iowa in uh, I guess it would be 1913 wouldn't it? 1913
1: 1914 somewhere in there
4: yeah so they would have been they would have been uh, my age right? Yeah,
3: yeah yeah I could see that or I could see myself in the Antarctic um Trying to hunt down vampiric penguins or
5: something.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, sorry, I had
3: to mute myself. Uh, yeah, I know, I better I'm on a roll with uh, blood drinking creatures here. <laughs> hey they work. They work, they're trendy. They're chic.
1: <laughs> they're tray <There> they go.
4: <laughs> Slick.
1: Um, one of the things that the, the rules do recommend is that the early stage of your life rec- kind of be directed more towards your life as a nor- a regular person, too. So mm-hmm. if that might, or however you all want to handle that, it's...
4: Well, I can get myself out of the way here pretty quick, I guess. I mean, the two aspects of uh, Hank Bugle, that, uh, that that main thing, the world is happening and I'm missing it, would probably be uh, all those stories and books and stuff that uh, his traveling aunt Moira, you know, affected him with when he was a little kid. And then, of course, that one event of going to the state, for, you know, somebody that's growing up on a farm in Gilbert, Iowa. Uh, well, uh, obviously, he'd be uh, healthy, strong, know how to fix things. So equipment repair could figure in there somewhere. Um, and then, of course, that state fair thing, where he actually gets exposed to something of the outside world, and that just fans the flames and makes him restless and want to go off adventuring. So that'd be another aspect of his character. So that's like okay. three. That's three right there. So I guess uh, yeah. I think well, I'm done.
1: Well, how much? Of the, I mean, as far as the as, actual aspects go, is there a way that you could? Is there an aspect you can think of that would tie in a lot of those other things into? Because, like you said, you've got the one aspect which really works well. You've got one more in, in this space. Um, it's this a matter of, of how exactly you want to tie all that up?
4: Uh, there's two other aspects that I had written down. As Like I said, when I went and did up the aspects, I was just totally pulling it out of my... Yeah. I was being creative. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, I can pick it. I can pick two others out of the list. Uh, don't call me yokel. That was aspect number six. Um, Touchy. Yeah, berserk rage under the guise of calm. If ever called a hick, carries four types of seed with him. If anyone calls him hick or yokel, they had better be able to correctly identify those seeds, or they will be pissing blood for a month. <laughs> i did have exceptions a small child a woman or a talking animal
5: <laughs>
4: they could call it yokel and uh, i guess it was the, uh, the other one another one from the list is uh, the right clothes for the right job which is really kind of a quirky one for somebody coming off the farm having been in world war one who the hell cares what you're wearing right but uh um, he insists whenever possible, he's not a fanatic about it, but he insists whenever possible to be dressed correctly for a task or an occasion. If he's going to go cave exploring, he wants to have spelunking gear and, you know, cave wear or whatever, you know, some kind of a utilitarian jumper or whatever. If he's at an embassy dinner, he wants to be dressed in a tuxedo. It likely has... A lot to do with what is. Moira was talking about when she was traveling around. She probably talked a lot about what people were wearing and how, what what it meant because of what they were wearing and what it said about them. you those sound pretty cool. They're all person. Every one of the t- aspects I wrote were really more like personality quirks than anything that had to do with uh, skills or abilities. Well, I think mean, um, that's
1: that's where those kind of love, love things fit. I mean, the, the um, those those those. Those definitely go in, in into the, the uh, aspect possibilities. So, yeah.
5: I'm... Well, good. All right, sweet.
2: So... Well, if um, my character met yours at that state, there. Maybe I, maybe he had a. Because I'm thinking he's he's. I'm leaning more toward kind of prodigy thing uh, rather than the alien thing. The alien thing just sort of feels tacked on and it's not going anywhere. So I'm thinking him, um... but. Um. But if if he came from a background where his dad was a scientist or something and had and you know I know just enough about science and stuff to be dangerous so I'm leaving things intentionally vague but <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, he, he his father was a scientist and was constantly being you know he had these ideas that were being laughed at by the by the people in his circle and uh, meanwhile his kid, Nick, here is, um, he he gets fascinated by electricity, by, maybe he saw something hit by lightning and, and, you know, during a storm or something and was, wow, look at all the destruction that caused. That's kind of (laughs) cool.
4: Oh, man. (laughs) The intelligent version of that blowed up real good. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. So he has yes. some invention that he takes to the Iowa State Fair, and and maybe they oh, there you go, there you go, meet up, it burns down uh, something.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's. I'm go- I see. I'm going to be really um, sarcastic about this electricity stuff. <laughs>
2: No, so am I. Trust me. Well, I meant my character, but yeah. If you can't have fun with it, then... No, I mean, I'm thinking, you know... I don't know if I can... I don't know if I could ever play a character without a sense of humor, because I know role-playing is not supposed to be just like you, but there are certain things that... <laughs> um, but... I'm thinking one of the aspects that came to my mind was there's got to be a better way. Yeah. Uh, Where constantly looking at things and thinking, how could that be done easier or better? And I think it works for, I mean, the the, the, um, compels are pretty, wait, I get compelled, what's the negative one called? The, uh, where it. Well, it could possibly
1: be, I mean, it. It's, it's going to vary depending on how... Um, I mean, the compel is is, is generally the negative one because that's what I, I will, will be doing generally. Right. But I was
2: those to... one? And that's what I was trying The invo- invocation it, possibilities are pretty yes. obvious. And I was thinking for the compel, you know, he might be someone where he gets fixated on it and there are times when... We don't have time to figure that out. We have to get out of here. the place is going to explode. <laughs> oh, there's got to be a better way we can rig this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lots of opportunities
3: to say, "Look out! It's going to blow." <laughs> yeah. So that that would
4: be uh, that would be an aspect. No time to lose. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Would you yeah. would you consider that? Possibly. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. so because that that uh, that's in direct opposition to one of mine. And that's what makes it fun. (laughs) uh, Exactly, exactly. Untimely curiosity, number seven. Is your character an ambler? We'll we'll ask, no, we'll ask an endless string of questions about something like fireworks or tableware while the rest of his team are trying to get parachutes on in a burning plane. (laughs) So, yeah, you you recognize the situation as... uh, as uh, <laughs> pretty dire and we damn well better, you know, flip the switch and get this gizmo going or whatever, or we're all gonna die. And I'll probably be asking you what's what is what what, what is the difference between anti meridian and post meridian?
2: <laughs> Stuff like and yeah, that. And yeah, we're both hung up on something because he's trying to find a some way of better way of dealing with the situation and and your character is not really dealing with
4: it at all. <laughs> yeah, it's like, how come you never see any baby pigeons? <laughs> That kind of stuff. Yeah, excellent. Very cool. So, uh, let's
2: see. So, yeah, there's got to be a better way. It would be one, and I like that. No time to lose. I'm not sure how I fit that into my... I like the aspect. I'm just trying to think how I fit it into my character's early background. Um,
1: think, think, think. Well, even if it doesn't necessarily fit into the early background, it's still something you can... T- keep in mind and for one of the later phases if, if nothing else. If you yeah. think that, that there's something else that would be more applicable to his early life than, you
2: know. Well, maybe the thing that got hit with by lightning was there, And they had to get out of there before. Well, you don't get enough warning though with a lightning bolt. <laughs> I don't think it's like... Like well, I swear to you. I've never really been in a... Well, I, I, a, I've never actually nope. been hit by
1: like No, but I mean... But I, uh, you, you always hear about, you know, your hair standing on end
2: and all that stuff. And uh, so. so they could see it coming. I mean, I've been blind all my life so some of this stuff goes whoa. But they can see it coming and see that it's getting closer I would see, I would imagine. And know that there's, a, you know, we got to get out of here. There's a chance this is going to hit, you know, and hit a tree that comes down or something. Um, I don't know. I think yeah. I'm overthinking this. Yeah, some kind of weird ball lightning would do that.
3: <laughs>
4: or the house could get. It.
3: I'm sorry. Go ahead. Just no, okay. It's just it floats slowly towards you. <laughs> <Maniacal>. <laughs> Excuse me.
4: Sorry. Yeah. Well, the house. You know, the house is hit, and I mean, there's there's also the obvious clues of uh, well. Um, bits of the ceiling falling down and smelling smoke and the paint peeling it probably clues the family and they better get the hell out. Mm. Yeah. Well
2: here's,
5: here's a thought.
2: They uh have this you know, maybe the dad is into electricity too. And they have this Danny Dunn style house where everything's all automated and electrical and whatnot and then all of a sudden they, they kinda of forgot about the fact that if it gets you know, hit by a lot of water—that could be very, very bad. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> so instead of lightning, maybe it's. Although the likelihood of the scientist having that kind of oversight would—I don't know. Like I said, I think I'm overthinking this. A bit.
4: Yeah. Well, the com—the comic aspects are endless.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know that um, the whole idea about the fair works for my character too, for meeting you guys. Um, I could say that your your Aunt Mariah who was actually visiting Africa, and I got to act as a um, uh, kind of guide for her for her little safari. Oh, and that And she said, you know, come and visit America someday.
4: That's cool. You
3: know?
4: Yeah. She, yeah, she would be one of those uh, rich relatives that we hear about, and she occasionally visits, and Africa would certainly be one of the places that she'd have gone to, sure.
3: I'm trying to figure out our, our, would our characters be about the same age or would uh, my character yeah. might work out being a little older we might actually have a,
1: a some sort of a romantic connection there. Well, I think basically, they're all I'm sorry, go ahead. The, the, basically everybody should be a, a pretty much exactly the same age because I am going ahead and using the century club and, and all of, of that. So, so you were all born okay. on, the the, on the, the the first day of the century.
3: Yep. Oh, so we've got a lot to having gone on for being 19
1: years old. Oh, damn.
3: Well, yeah. 14. <laughs> well, well, I, I, I mean, it, 19 by the time the game actually starts, yeah.
4: I have yeah. A Dennis, yeah. I have her down as being the late Aunt Moira, mm, but okay. that doesn't have to be the case. Although, if I, were, if I were in my childhood and went to that state fair, um, then you would have been probably the world's youngest big game hunter. Oh, no, you wouldn't have because you were born in... Uh, you were born in Africa, right?
3: Yeah, I know. I have pretty much lived on
4: safari all my life. Yeah, so you were, there's no reason why you shouldn't have, uh, like, met her and been dealing with that kind of thing, even at an early age. Sure. None of my business. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, it still works. It still works fine. Yeah, sure. You never know. hmm uh-huh. And it makes the whole parental aspect for, for like, Nick work even better, too, because he's still in, in that age range. Yes. Yeah.
4: And it works good for my character, too, because it's like it's there's verisimilitude there. The world is happening, and I'm missing it. Well, for sure. I mean, kids my age are uh, on other continents shooting supernatural creatures, and I'm shoveling <laughs> shit out of the barn.
3: And you're saying, damn, look at this fair. Isn't that just the stuff? Yeah.
4: Yeah, you know, truth hurts. <laughs> Me.
3: <laughs> Very cool. But How are you going to keep him down on the farm, right? Well, the thing about it, that, that phrase
4: actually entered my head quite a bit. And I thought to myself, no, for him it's, um, yeah, he's seen Paris, but Paris isn't enough. He wants more. <laughs> and there's no hope okay. he's ever going back to the farm, but you gay hurry, okay, I've seen that, you know, nice city. What else is happening and where? He's got a serious case to wander lust. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And if anybody's hurting anybody, if somebody's hurting somebody else and they're not a Nazi, then they uh, they you know, we're just gonna we're gonna cook up more popcorn than they can eat. <laughs>
3: But, you know, since we we all kind of meet up at the fair, and if we're all supposed to be in each other's books anyway, I guess it makes sense that we tend to travel around together from this point on. Cool.
4: Um, I don't know whether I don't know. Mark, is that like does, is that like a prerequisite to, uh, to, to the childhoods actually have to cross paths no. or?
1: No, uh, the, I mean the, the main thing when as far as when going through the character generation, the main point where you all really start. Crossing over is in the, like, guest appearances in, in the novels, and, of course, you would be associated through the this, this Century Club by the time you got to that age anyway. But uh, yes. it, it, if you all want to intertwine yourselves earlier, there's nothing saying that you all can't. So, however okay. you all want to handle that. Or well, we could just keep crossing paths, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. I was just thinking we could just, we could meet up and then
3: not think anything of it, and then later...
2: Look at that guy! you, right! <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
3: That
4: that's works, good. too. Yeah, that works, too. Mm-hmm.
2: That weird guy that was blowing shit up at the State Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Yeah. I think that's something that I was thinking. When you said uh, you're following the Century Club thing, I got me thinking about the mentor. I know it's in the next phase, but I was kind of jumping ahead. And I was thinking... Maybe that's where he has sort of a dichotomy. On one hand he loves to watch, to to make things blow up, but then whoever his mentor was kinda of took him aside, You well, have potentially or you could use these well, okay, that's, for lack of a better phrase than in mind, you could use these powers for good. So <laughs> you know, he great power comes with great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> so kinda of had that dichotomy where on the one hand Maybe he's got he he likes. To see how much destruction can be caused without actually hurting anyone. But on the other hand, he's got that side that says we need to save these people.
4: Yes, a good if moral compass. We something
2: up in the process, then so much the better. <laughs>
5: yeah.
4: <laughs> the moral compass can point in the right direction to begin with, but we're gonna demagnetize it soon. Trust me. <laughs>
1: yeah. Ah. Okay. Uh, uh, did you have an idea for your second aspect yet? Or, or if you want, we can move on to Andros and we can come back to that if you want to later on.
2: We're, let's work with Andros for a bit and see. Cause I'm still, still, still working around. on it? Yeah. Bringing right. the mind.
1: <laughs> All right. That's cool. Andros?
3: Okay. Uh, so far for my aspects, I've got uh, very British uh, in that he was not born or raised in the british isles he feels a connection uh, or maintaining some sort of connection to the old homeland to be very important so british customs um perhaps a possibly skewed ideal of what it is to be british is kind of part of his makeup interesting hmm. so so he's british like warthering you know <laughs> Maybe so, yeah. And uh, I also was thinking about using my gun as a um, aspect, so that I could do a couple of um, gun stunts. That works. Ooh. I've been using. I've been looking a lot at some of the uh, skills and stunts, um, and having some more ideas about those really than I had about aspects. Um, yeah. But some of those can be tied into aspects if they're very important, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, if, if nothing else, when you invoke aspects in using of the of the like skills and that, that'll be a, a like tie-in there, definitely. And and I know some of the of these stunts directly directly work in there, like like the uh, gun could be this kind of of, of like gadget thing.
3: Exactly. I was looking at the the Gun Crazy, which is a prerequisite for Custom Firearm.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> I gotta get this book. <laughs> oh, I've been. I just been reading the OGL. This is wonderful. Yeah. I yeah. Said, Me too. But I still gotta get this book. It's an awesome book. And yeah, I saw their. I saw their uh, Spirit of the Season uh, book that has like Santa Claus involved in some sort of pulp action. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes. Yeah, I, I thought about picking that one up at, at Gen Con and by the time I got back to the uh, indie press booth, it was gone, so.
2: Mm. Yeah, I've got the free version, but I don't have the paid 4 for yet. Yeah. I'm thinking the aspects I'm coming up with are not very good for invoking. I can think of... One for, but he his father was laughed at, and so he has a thing, you know. Don't laugh at me, but I can't figure out how that could be used in a positive. So I'm hesitant to use that. That that could be tied to your your drive to succeed.
1: Yeah, That's true. Yeah, just a matter of of, I of finding this a good wording. Yeah, yeah. For, the,
5: for the aspect.
1: It's also an
4: aspect, I think, that can be tied into another character's desire to see an NPC's ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if they could convince you that somebody else actually had laughed at you uh, invoking it or compelling it or whatever, it'd be like, uh, you know, I might not be able to do anything to you, but uh, guess what I told him?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you!
4: Yeah, I hope you can dodge real well because his gun. <laughs> they laugh. Yeah.
1: At, at, they laughed at my my father, but they won't laugh at me. Something like well, like that maybe.
2: Ooh. Yeah, and I like that about the idea that it makes him work that much harder to succeed when he's trying some feat of ingenuity because they're not gonna laugh at me. You
5: know.
2: Yeah, my mother's oh, electric have... paper folder, but they're not going to laugh at me. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. And it and it 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 could still have have that uh, that downside that maybe you you won't back off from something when you think that you you should because they're not going to laugh at me. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah. That that, that that works out pretty good. That can be used both positive, positively and negatively, yeah. Which is a great way that the for the aspects to, to work because that's how you get fate chips back. So. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that I'm really going to have. To, I, I will I will tell you that right now. That's the one thing I'm really going to have to work at in this game. If if one of you spots a situation where you think somebody should be getting fate chips, let me know because I want to make sure that I keep those going right. Are we ready for
3: phase two? I think I've got another aspect. Um, okay. something, I'm trying to think of a word. Um, like, no, like no use for bureaucracy, just has a kind of a direct approach to things that cut through the process most other people would take. Direct approach. Maybe that's it, direct approach. Ooh. Work. Okay. I've got three. You got three? Yeah. I I, I, I was going to take the gun as a as a uh, aspect.
1: Okay. So you've, you you've got the gun and you've got direct. Uh, oh. Oh. Well, and and British. and very British. Okay. Basically, it, it, you'll get two aspects per phase. Oh. Okay. I'm sorry. So yeah. I
3: I I jumped I mean, the gun. It, so to speak. And, well,
1: <laughs> all you have to worry about is is, is is like maybe shuffling one of those in. Uh, Absolutely not. I'm so curious uh, as to why they. Sorry.
3: Sorry.
4: <clears throat> right. Go on. Uh, I'm just still curious as to why they laughed at his character's father.
3: Oh, his electric paper uh, folder. Oh. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I didn't. I, I missed that. I'm sorry. Okay.
2: Yeah. Well, we never really established. I was just think I was, like I said, I was kind of being intentionally vague. Cause I couldn't. I wasn't coming up with anything specific, but something involved. He had a lot of ideas about electricity that way ahead of, his, of their time, and uh, they were just scorned and laughed at.
0: Lokey do.
1: Kind of yeah, like you'll come up with something something interesting. I'm sure. Kind of like the uh, actual Tesla was. That's <laughs> yeah, I got it. All right. Phase two is the war years, basically. So it's also around the time that many of you will meet your patrons uh, who who bring you into the licentiary like, club, and it's also around the time that they will probably die or disappear or whatever else So that, that's something else to figure in there. But it's basically what you guys did during during the the war years and you're dealing with your patron, you know, assuming that you don't already know them, you know? Uh,
2: I dread this phase, because I know next to nothing about World War I. Um, World War 2 I'm much better at. <laughs> World and, War I, I'm not.
1: Uh, well, he may not have been directly involved in the events of the war itself. He may have been doing something else. So yeah. whatever you feel comfortable messing with is fine.
2: Um... Let me go with somebody else and I'm going to let this germinate for a bit. I've got the beginnings of an idea, but I'm not ready to share ideas until I have it a, a little more fleshed out. All right. Okay. I went ahead and pulled up Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we got 1914
3: to 1918. So it only just ended, really. Yeah. So apparently in 1919 there was still a lot of conflicts going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've heard of 16-year-olds not finally well, going and signing up, but I don't know about 14-year-olds. Yeah,
4: you know, it's funny. I actually, as part of my thing, I have him uh, going to enlist in 1916 because I, I, like, skipped two years of the war so that he'd be 16 when he signed up.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah, that works. I'm not sure that I could have been anything other than a sniper. <laughs> but uh, may- maybe something along the lines of a, um, um, a spe- some sort of special forces
2: position. Ooh. I'm thinking maybe he was hired by the, or not hired, but he was, because of his, his aptitude with electricity, they, he was trying to perfect a lightning gun.
4: Hmm. That's good. So he could have been in weapons research.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I like that idea. Go ahead. And he met his mentor during that. um, Thinking and talking simultaneously doesn't work too well. (laughs) He met uh, met his mentor during that process of doing what, Eric? Um he was a uh, because it obviously didn't work quite right because we don't have lightning guns in World War One. So I don't uh, know if we, uh, want that, to say that we do. maybe we just don't know about them. This is Pulp World War One. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Not that they were widespread, but you know. Right. Okay, there we go. He the guy who first used the the uh lightning gun in field work was a member of the Century Club and saw the potential of what this guy was doing and how how above um, you know the guy was 15, 16 years old and he's already tackling things like this and so he, he kind of started putting the bee in Nick's bonnet about the Century Club and and, uh, using your potential to help the world, uh, more than you already are, you know, getting excited about what else is out there, and whatnot. See, I'm sort of, I'm afraid I'm drifting into, uh, anim- thing about the world being, and I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, to do that. Huh? The world being what? The world being, you know, missing the world. Oh. I feel like I'm kind of stepping on that territory and I don't want to do that so I'm trying to differentiate it from, from that because obviously something happens to get him excited enough to join the Century Club and to start doing all these things. Or heck, maybe it's just the fact that the lightning gun worked so well and he thinks, you know, maybe this guy had something to it and so he agrees to, to join up
4: that works. I mean, also, I mean, as far about as far as curiosity about the the world or adventure or anything, I don't see any problem with anybody's overlap with that. I mean, it's I guess there's no hard and fast, uh, you know, dividing line between motivations. I guess they all kind of intermingle depending on your background, really.
1: Yeah, yeah. and and uh, of course, the angle that you're coming at it from will affect how you reflect that in aspects or whatever else. So it'll be different even if it's the same, if that makes any sense. Yeah. That's similar to down. I don't forget
3: it. Uh, Andros, what else did you have? Let's see. I was coming up with a possible mentor that uh, while in Africa doing side work as the, um, uh, a guide, I met an old American cowboy who was visiting. Um, Whose name was Quigley, <laughs> and coffee was a little Oh man! I think the times might overlap slightly. So, I, so I, is there is there like an aspect that's like uh, learn from the best or
1: something like that? It could be. I'm trying to figure um, out how that would work immediately yeah I mean it was also a matter of trying to figure out what the the like downside would be too Overconfident maybe From what I yeah. remember I learned was my, my best so yeah there's that's a possibility
3: also um, he might have taught to shoot very methodically. so you know kind of being cool mm-hmm. under fire but taking your time maybe one perfect shot okay. That works more as a, as a justification for some of the other um, uh, shooting tricks I was thinking of. Cool. But uh, So let's see, we're talking about war years, actually. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. A combination of shooting and the survival training would work very well for some sort of special forces action, and that might mean that I had a bad reputation in certain parts of the world, and... Um, if I ever showed up in, like, Germany, for example, I might not be terribly welcome. So that could work for some negative aspects also.
1: Yeah. Notorious. That could work. And so, and um, what yeah. Go, Go ahead. ahead. Uh, uh, did you have
3: something else? Oh, I was just, just right thinking away. that... Um, mm-hmm. uh, as a, as a side note, I was thinking why he might be notorious. That could be that um, having mostly done with um, safaris and shooting animals and whatnot, when he actually had to deal with uh, hunting humans, he might
1: not have been terribly uh, empathetic. Hmm. That sounds like something to go to to look into, yes. Okay, that's it for now. Okay, Annam. Uh... What phase are we in? Oh, we're still in in, in phase two. And I get the, and it's two more
4: two more aspects for this one. Right.
5: Uh,
4: uh for World War One, I, I had him uh go off and enlist at sixteen. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, full blessing of his father and mother because they figured they might as well give him his blessings because he was going to go anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh they he began. As part of an artillery team and then he got transferred over to the newfangled tank divisions Mm. and he mastered every aspect of those vehicles and he was promoted rapidly partly because of his dependability and bravery but also partly because officers were getting their uh, asses kicked pretty regularly on the front it was a promotion by attrition in some cases uh i have it conspicuously noted that he took more prisoners than any other officer serving in a similar capacity in the tank divisions and it was his men later on in memoirs that stated it was because he much preferred to see the enemy just surrender than to mow down guys with rifles from the inside of a steel assault vehicle um I didn't give much thought to a mentor, but as I was listening to folks talking about it, I thought, wouldn't it be cool if his Century Club mentor was one of the prisoners that he took, who knew that he was going to be involved in the action and made contact that way? A guy actually from the other side is the Mentor Club. The Mentor Club is international, isn't it? That um, I mean the Century Club. Century club yes. Yes, so absolutely. yeah it'd be somebody uh, that happened to be on the other side that knew what was going on and knew what was about to happen and I'm totally
1: pulling this out of the air you know that uh, I, I, I like it though that is that is definitely cool
4: it's something it's, it seems to me something that he, you know, he would he wouldn't have an, he would not have expected um, as far as aspects go I would guess pulling from the list of stuff that I just kind of like came up with out of nowhere. Uh, that somehow seems to work here. This is an interesting psychological experiment. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, frightening. Um, sh- uh, short fuse for BS. <laughs> As an aspect. No, it ain't no Janus. No, it ain't no species. And it ain't no arachnid. It's a spider. <laughs> <laughs> That, that kind of thing. Um, the other aspects. I mean, I could pick from a couple of different ones. One of them is he can't, he can't resist. He cannot resist a well-made, shiny toy. He, he may not know how it works. He may not even know what it does. But he has just got to get him one of them. Whatever it is, and it probably stems from his. Uh, Going over the repair, building, et cetera, whatever of these uh, fancy newfangled steel car tank thingies that he was put in charge of. I'm thinking the the mentor was also probably a physician. he was probably a field doctor.
5: Hmm.
4: And um, I don't know that the, I have as aspect number five, and obviously I can come up with I can pull just two out of these, but they they could tie in. He has a gullibility. Uh, the aspect is called gullible to medicos. He's not a hypochondriac, but he'll generally take the word of a doctor as fact, even in some cases where the topic isn't even medical. So if a doctor tells him something, he just generally takes it as truth, as you know, the absolute truth. Um, so his mentor might have actually have been a field doctor. On, on the other side that he took prisoner or not I'm actually what I'm trying to come up well, with, uh... come up with the... oh dear I'm echoing oh dear i <laughs> 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 what I'm trying to come up with is, is some direction that he would go in after all this stuff is over I mean I know we're supposed to end up in England but
1: uh... yeah, well I mean you'll also have, have you're like various novels first and
4: oh right right right, right. okay yeah, yeah.
1: Is that and, yet, and even then that doesn't necessarily have to point you at England because basically you'll have some kind of century uh, uh, of of century club function that will bring you to England. So cool. So that's also so, you know you don't even have to necessarily be pointed in the same direction with your like novels. It's just that establishes more of how your characters know each other. So
4: okay. Well, I guess I'll just pick the two. I'll pick short fuse for bullshit and. Can't resist a shiny, well made
1: toy. Can't resist a toy. Cool. Let's see. Uh, how are the rest of us looking as far as phase
2: two so far? Uh, I've got mine done. Uh, awesome. Uh, I, awesome. I tack on a little bit at the end of this. Uh, he joined the Century Club, and then his mentor was killed. And, uh,. He is he has vowed to avenge his, men- his mentor's death. So the two aspects that I picked are uh, I just put the light, put lightning gun down for right now until I come up with more zippy pulpy pulpy name. I'm thinking of having him call it thunderclap. Cool. So that's probably going to be my, my aspect. Is I think in fact I think <laughs> it is. I'm deciding right now. <laughs> it's going to be thunderclap with an explanation point at the end. And then the other aspect that I... Put on is wipe the scourge of the black flame. Ooh. Hmm. And whatever that is, Mark, I leave that up to you because it's more fun for me that way.
1: <laughs> okay. I think I can do something with that. <laughs> Black flame. Very dangerous. You go first. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so are we good on phase two now? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. O- okay. So phase three is pulp novel. So it really goes a lot more free mirror It's basically a matter of coming up with the, 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 the title of the day, basic kind of list. Like
4: in two aspects. Yes. Well, I can go. I can go back to mine to get the ball rolling. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. So, uh, Hank Bugle and the Antarctic Anarchists. I love that title. <laughs> <laughs> he's, hey, it's pulp. Uh, he's uh, he pitted against this uh, this evil. Um, Your typical uh, uh, pulp fiction, evil overlord, mad political dweeb that wants to destroy the world. But he sets himself up in in the Antarctic, and he's got these zombie Bolsheviks. uh, How he got all those uh, Bolsheviks from 1917 down to the Antarctic to resurrect them, I don't know whether they were zombies when they left Russia or whatever. But he's going to set them off. Against the world, and I, uh, I. <laughs> Hank Bugle ends up down there trying to stop him one way or another. I didn't because fill
2: in a whole bunch of detail. Because we know Hank Bugle has a short fuse for Bolshevik. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
4: oh, great. What was I saying about psychological experiments? <laughs> This is eerie, this stuff. Well done. <laughs> so I guess somebody works themselves, somebody else works themselves into the book or something? Oh,
1: uh, you'll we'll be doing that next, next phase. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Do you have aspects?
4: Adam, do you have aspects? Oh, I'm sorry. Aspects to do with the, the with the novel. Uh, uh,
5: yes,
4: yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> Uh, flawless sense of direction, unless indoors. Uh, if he's out in the open, it's very unlikely for him to get lost, not even at night. Uh, if he's inside a factory or a warehouse or uh, uh, an evil overlord's installation, he is very likely to get lost if you turn him around. Um,
1: out, uh, outdoors orienteering, possibly? I'm sorry? Maybe like uh, outdoors orienteering?
4: Outdoor orienteering. That sounds good. Yeah, that works. And, and and hates bad workmanship. If he knows that a device or an object is a piece of crap, it's going to fall apart anyway so he doesn't bother to smash it. What he really wants is to get his hands on the guy that built it so he can give him a flick around the ear hole. So the uh, anarchists weren't good craftsmen, were they? Uh, Apparently in this guy's station, he went went with the lowest bidder.
3: Okay. Well, I already mentioned my book, uh, Night of the Chupacabra. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And um, what this is about is um, going on a hunting expedition to... um, Uncover the beast that has been stalking local goats in the southwestern United States only to discover a secret cult of Aztecs bent on reconquering the southwestern United States for their ancient empire's glory. Ooh, cool. And let's see, there was a good one about... Um, I'm kind of putting in a rough draft of my um, aspects right now. Something to do with um, um, being able to fit in pretty much anywhere he goes and um, um, being able to get information from the locals that way. Um, what is that? Men, men in the crowd? Is that it? Kind of being um, Okay, we'll go with that. Okay. I might want to leave the second one Kind of leave the second one blank for now? Sure. Okay. I'll give that one some thought. All right.
2: Well, I've got a title. Uh, Nick Tesla and the Shocking Shaman of Shanghai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know exactly where to go
1: after that, but
4: I love it. Oh, that's a story by itself.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) All you need is just some, like, basic, like, a back cover blurb kind of a thing. You don't really have to detail it really deeply. (laughs) Good thing, too. (laughs) Yes.
2: Can Nick Tesla stop the evil shaman of Shanghai from... from, uh, Shoot. My mind is going blank here. This is embarrassing. Um... If it helps. Nobody's going to pay us for this. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just... I'm just nothing's coming.
4: I'm, a, no. you, I'm already sold on it. I want to make a movie of it.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nick Tesla's met his match when he comes face to face with the shocking shaman of Shanghai. The electrical... is equal in electrical enthusiasm. <laughs> tells me nothing about the plot I'm just okay um you got shackled by alliteration I did yeah this is my <laughs> this is my least favorite phase because it's the hardest one for me I can come up with the concepts and everything but when it comes down to the actual plot as far as writing plot is my weakest link
1: <laughs>
2: difficult right. um do you have any thoughts on where you're going to go with the aspects? Um, Well, I figured one of them would be the Shocking Shaman of Shanghai because it's a good nemesis. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. And then the other one, I'm to put that uh, No Time to Lose aspect in. That can work. I don't think I used that before. Let me make sure. Yeah, I did. They left them. Well, they're not exactly okay. me implies there's a situation of some urgency because there's no time to
4: lose. So, yeah. I gotta say, I just get this visual, as soon as I hear the title, this guy in turn-of-the-century formal dress facing off against the whole line of, uh, Hare Krishna's with cattle (laughs) pods. I know they're not shaman, per se, they're not Shanghai, but that's actually what flashes across my mind when I hear the
3: title. Yeah. Filed for future reference. I mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um. <don't> <laughs> <laughs> well, That's okay. I got a good tie in for that one. Mm.
1: Um, where Let's are see. we? <laughs> uh, we're still kind of messing with phase three, three. but, um, yeah, but um, did you want to hold on as, as far as that one aspect goes and, and um, find it directly or something, or do you have an idea? I was thinking of moving direct approach into
3: phase three since it would fit the uh, plot for the book uh-huh. um, as an investigative style of sorts and that leaves me with that one and uh, with only one in phase two and um, I was just looking up uh, some ideas for what I could do for that um, some something to emphasize. Um, his stealth abilities, I think. Um, oh. Um, how's ghost on the battlefield? Mm. Or ghost in the fog maybe would be more generally useful. Mm. Do, you know, oh, do you have a suggestion? Uh, I don't off offhand. Uh, anyone else? Ghost in the night. That's even better. Ghost in the night. Whew could what was notorious <laughs> mm-hmm. okay I'm done then cool is that everyone
1: yep all right <clears throat> then the next two phases are your guest appearances in someone else's book it's another uh, you'll basically add a like a, a sentence detailing what you do during your guest appearance in, 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 in the person's book and, and you and you get two aspects out of it like I said um, so I'll just cycle through what I the order I've got you on my screen here um, Adam you'll be guest starring for your phase four in a uh, Bland Geeks book Eric you're an Andros's Andros you're an Adam's so and then just Shift over to the next one for phase five. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: So whoever wants to go first. Yeah, I'm still working out the basic plot for the Shanghai Shock, shocking Shanghai. Shaman. Can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> I can give Anna something to work with when we. Um, if. That's
4: all right. I'm still going down my list of uh, aspects here to see what I can pull out for this. I think I only have two left anyway. I should only have two left, right? So I get one for this uh, novel and one for the next one. Four left. You get uh, two
1: for each. You have, you have two for each. Oh,
4: okay, cool. Uh, in in um, <laughs> in in Nick Tesla and the Shocking Shaman of Shanghai, <laughs> Hank Hank Bugle finds himself in the unenviable position. I'm <laughs> having a, I'm having a, a, a Harry Krishna cow. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> find himself in the impossible position. Shocking. Of coming. To Why does everything today do seem to involve things going into or coming out of my head? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> finds himself in the unenviable position of, the, of being in the middle of a clash between ancient tradition and modern science. Can he aid Nick Tesla, or does he aid Nick Tesla in his fight against these evil, these evildoers? Of course he does. Of course he does. Uh, in a scene in the book, I've got to provide a distraction. While uh, Nick Tesla goes about and does the important stuff, because he knows where the real stuff is happening in their evil, wicked plot. But I've got to get their attention, and I try to do it by telling a joke. And I can't. <laughs> and uh, a Hank Bugle aspect cannot tell a joke, even if he could remember one. <laughs> um, one other. One other.
2: Uh, maybe they have to track down the shocking shaman of Shanghai. Although they already know that they're in Shanghai. Maybe they're not. Maybe that's they're a, not that's the whole twist of it. They're not in Shanghai. They're not in Shanghai. They're they just, just originated in Shanghai. <laughs> so we have to find out where they are because <laughs> they have sent demands to the president for $100 billion. <laughs> <laughs> that's right or they are going to take control of all of the electricity. Oh, what the hell, it's pulp. All the electricity in America.
4: And you discover that they're actually on Jericho Turnpike in Syosset, Long Island. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> on their way, get this, get this, on their way to Montauk to interfere with the Montauk Project. Before it even gets underway. I think I'm and now I'm thinking too deep. <laughs>
2: no, no. What, what, forgive my ignorance. What is the Montauk Project?
4: What is you, you should cherish that ignorance because it's, more, it's almost modern pulp when you really get into it. Uh, it's, uh, it's one of those fringe topic things that people go into about time travel and government experimentation and secret military bases and that kind of thing. That on Montauk Island, Long Island. Uh, it's, I'm not even—I'm I'm not even going to torture you with the details. But I was just—I <laughs> I was just I'm kidding about—I was just kidding about Jericho Turnpike and Sayon. But uh, as soon as I thought to myself, wait, Long Island, Montauk. Um, but I like that. <laughs> going that to might take, be very
5: cool, though. They're
4: going to take over all the electricity on Earth, and I get their attention by—I I probably distract them by telling by not being able to tell a jug one way or another in some scene in the novel which is cool enough but there's some other aspect that i have to uh work in and it's probably one that i've already gone over maybe uh does not always pick the right time to learn which would be untimely curiosity because there could be a situation where um time is ticking you know what's going to happen next and how quickly we have to move and I'm probably and
2: you're trying to figure out how their their electrical how their electrical electric, thing works. Or, or
4: how they manage to keep those robes on without any pins or buckles or belts or anything <laughs> like that. So <laughs> yeah, electricity. That, that, there we go. <laughs> well, there's your there's your answer. Most excellent. So there's two aspects: untimely curiosity and cannot tell a joke. <laughs>
2: for uh another aspect for, for uh, yeah by working with Andros in and his um but I can't think I need a negative spin to put on it. I was thinking it'd be cool if you had like these static shoes that would allow him to cling to to uh <laughs> <on his pouring laughs> on the building or, or trees or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or you could even maybe use them to um to jump from, from like building to building because he just uses the he bipolarizes the static field and uh, yeah
3: well
4: that's right they're so amplified that, party balloons
3: that's right <laughs> <laughs> so they'd, they'd have a downfall downside if you ran into like um, um, I don't know either something that was already magnetic or electric or something that uh, didn't hold the charge well
2: or maybe they're in their—they're still in their uh, early stage. stages of development, and they don't always function quite the way they're supposed to. Ooh, yeah.
5: <laughs> you used
3: proto matter. Exactly. <laughs> we'll just reverse. It was the, the only way to solve a certain <laughs> Reverse the polarity.
2: Oh. That'll take some doing. I'll have to pull this end off, twist it, and put it back on again. <laughs> no, no it's the Reverse really? the polarity of the neutron float. Right. There you go. Right.
1: That's right. I'm only wearing an an unlicensed particle accelerator on my back. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's a good aspect. Which
4: is known to pop. <laughs> par- it, it's known to pop party balloons like within blocks and blocks. <laughs> I think I think we're on a tangent.
2: Sorry. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway. If you could read me your summary again, Andros? So that way I can work oh. myself in more Yes. It's, it's uh the, the the synopsis
3: is um um Aztec nationalist cultists using chup, chupacabra to conquer the American Southwest.
2: Okay. So at some so they are... They have their their layer. Um, let's see. American Southwest, that doesn't have a lot of... Oh, it could be Mexico, too. I need a mountain or a... Thing <laughs> <more>. <laughs> so he can use his static shoes to... Uh, <laughs> help, help, help the two of them get inside. Oh, oh gosh. Monument Valley, New Mexico? What about...
1: Um,
3: yeah, what was that mountain they used in... Um, um, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. The Devil's something. I
4: mean, that was in Wyoming.
3: Oh, was
4: it? Tower? Devil's Tower, uh, Wyoming? Uh, this, this stuff like that in the southwest, though. Yeah, Monument Valley. Yeah. Is Monument Valley in New Mexico or, or Arizona? I forget. One
1: of those. I don't
2: know. Geography is not my strong suit. So. Um, and my
1: Firefox connection is pretty much given up on me, so... Oh. Uh, <laughs>
2: Well, at any rate, there's a mountainous monument, and that's where they are. They have their their uh, facility. That's the villainous true. facility. And so, I help him get in his static shoes. That's one aspect. And maybe at some point, there's a code that needs to be broken. And no, I don't like that idea. I was gonna say he has like lightning quick uh, lightning quick reflexes or what? lightning quick with numbers, but like again, there's not much of a negative on that. so let's see mm. I don't like the only positive aspect. Um, so let's yeah, see. It's, hard, it's hard to give yourself a detriment, isn't it? Yeah, it really. Um okay, let's click a completely different tag. Sure. Let's say he found out about, about this about whatever got him start. he being uh, your character Reg,
3: is it? Uh, yeah, I was thinking um R- Reggie Forthright.
2: Reggie Ooh. Forthright, I like that. Um yes. Reggie Forthright. And uh let's say they knew each other, they're hanging out at a at a tavern having <laughs> having some tea. And the way that, that they found out about this little thing involved that, you know... There's always a little incident, an inciting incident, which gets you on the trail, and then you eventually find out they're the Aztec cultists. Well, this was some woman, uh, just to keep things simple, some woman in distress had something where... And so, my character's aspect is, uh, I, I can't say... You can't say no to a lady. Oh.
5: Hmm. Ooh. Oh. That's good.
2: Either that, or don't treat a lady that way. Because that one, he's that would be more neutral. Because then you could use it or, for chivalrous yeah. toward, chivalrous toward women. Yeah. Or it could be kind of a detriment if if he's, you know, sees something. It distracts him, you know, because he's in the they're in the middle of something and. He has to go and stop these guys from being jerks or whatever. Right. It gives him an opportunity to be terribly hurt by the inevitable b- betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm cool. you Inevitable betrayal! Whoa. <laughs> My chair just betrayed me. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Have you got two yet? Yeah, there's the uh, the static shoes and the... And the one I just said, the, the treating, don't treat a lady that way.
3: Ah, okay. So and I've got, that brings us to you. Right. I've got Hank Bugle and the Antarctic Anarchists, along with Reggie Forthright. <laughs>
4: Did you see the bad text flashing across the screen?
3: <laughs> so, uh, part of what I was thinking before works well for this is that uh, I can come to the Antarctic uh, following reports of local fishing boats being attacked by penguins. Ooh. <laughs> and- thinking there was some supernatural cause, but once I get there, discover that the penguins have indeed been uh, fitted with small bombs Ooh. and tar- taught to swarm to a certain target. <laughs> where they are then detonated by remote control. Dang it. Let's see. Let's see. So this, uh, I would definitely want to track down the source of that. That's, um... Misuse of game and quite a waste of edible resources. So, gosh, all the ones I can think of, I can't think of a, a possible negative aspect to it. Um, I'll
1: mention some of.
3: Maybe okay, we I've, can... I've, I've, I've 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 got a good one. I can say the whole situation offended me so much, I charged right on in there. So I can use it as an aspect um, where angels fear to tread.
1: Mm-hmm. I can see that.
4: Okay there? Uh, Every time I laugh, I start coughing fit. it's terrible. Oh, dear. Okay. What else would you have to fear after having seen a swarm of exploding damn penguins? kind
3: of like, oh, that's yeah. I it, it, it's so infuriated by him, he charged right in to see what the problem was.
4: Well, that's a mark of bravery, being infuriated or Infuriated by that. If I, if I came
3: or across something stopping. like that, I'd be scared, scared to death. <laughs> I know, it's diabolic, isn't it? It is. It's fiendish. It is. <laughs> and, uh,
4: but you could expect nothing less from Recto, the Hawaiian lunatic.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 uh, see, so what, what were some of the other aspects of um, of your story? Uh,
4: zombie Bolsheviks plans to blow up the entire world. I wasn't serious about starting with Piscataway, New Jersey.
3: Oh, uh, there's zombies involved too, huh? Oh yeah.
4: The the full the full burb is uh, yeah. Fist from the farm finds himself pitted against Rakto, the Hawaiian lunatic, out in the frozen wastes of the Antarctic Rakdo is plotting to unleash an army of zombie Bolsheviks who will blow up the entire world. That's how detailed I got with it. But I think we can assume... We should assume an underground installation of some kind.
3: Oh, yes, definitely.
4: Badly built because he went with the lowest bidder. Probably to save money on penguin bombs. But... uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's a secret hidden base or whatever that uh, he's going to launch all this from. And of course, he's your he's your typical uh, he's your typical evil overlord type. Really, okay, you know.
3: I've I've got one. How about uh, underestimates the undead? Hmm. Because <laughs> who doesn't? Who doesn't? I mean, they're they're dead. <laughs> what harm could they possibly do?
4: You know, they may be a bit wiffy, but that's
3: about it. Really. Uh. <laughs> okay,
1: that's mine. <laughs> okay. Under it's the Wait. Ad- adventure plotting gets more and more interesting. <laughs> no doubt, yes.
4: As it should. For this era, you just picture fat guys wearing lightning helmets and you're all set.
3: <laughs> and we're writing our own adventure while we're doing this. And there you go. <laughs> at, at, at least partially.
4: Yeah. Sparks and baking soda Coming out of cigar tubes That kind of stuff On strings
3: Okay uh, Let's see That's Adam's turn Yep I did uh, I did
4: uh, The Shocking Shaman of Shanghai Now I I, I'm supposed to go into secrets of. I'm supposed to go Night of the Chupacabra
1: Has has everybody done Their Their Phase 4 stuff Oh yeah I've done Yeah Phase 4 Yes, sorry.
3: I was writing things down. Okay, so, Adam, you've already done the... Um, well, I,
4: um, I did Shocking Shaman of Shanghai. Uh, I, I'm supposed to be in both books? Yeah. Right. right. Okay, so Night of the Jupacabra. Right.
1: Okay. Uh, so we're in, in Phase 5, then. Pardon
4: me. Okay, cool. All uh, right. Uh, yes, in the American Southwest, uh, stories are coming from the locals. Stories are coming from the local papers because I scan the national news. Uh, How I do that isn't possible. (laughs) Maybe I have a clipping service that's really, really fast. Whatever. Rumors are spreading, and I learned through the Century Century, uh, Club that uh, the folks in the Southwest are seeing strange lights in the sky predating 1947 by <laughs> well they're seeing the sky grow in this, this certain area where there's um, big mountains or um, rock formations or whatever and they, they don't know what's going on because because uh, their livestock are starting to get drained with little puncture holes in them and 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 odd stories of big red-eyed creatures in the night have been floating around so I Pull my butt down there to investigate and uh, discover, and discover that um, there are strange Latin American symbols on the rocks, and I uh, find that I once I um, once I've, once I've dis- determined that that's what they are, I'm captured. I'm hit over the head and captured and hauled into the deepest, darkest recesses of their secret lair, and I'm able, of course, to overhear their entire plan for conquest of the American Southwest, because um, the guy in charge, or one of the guys in charge, likes to gloat a lot and stand over me and tell uh, nasty stories about what's going to happen to me. But uh, I manage, actually... To discover how some of their, uh, their um, uh, some of their traps work, because they have a lot of traps around their little installation, and because they have so many traps around their installations and springs and counterweights and and, and reservoirs and sluices that move the stones around and all this other stuff, I um, once I've gotten out of my cell, not through subterfuge but through. Uh, through being called a yokel, the uh, one of the one yes, one of the secret Aztec cultists, nationalist cultists, um, called me a yokel, and that just kind of that just burst my fuse. So that was the end of the door of the cell, and that was the end of him, or at least he was going to dream uh, a long time until he woke up with a superior headache. I go and I uh, cross cross-work as many of their traps as possible, um, messing them up and having walls start spinning around and elevators of stone going up and down very quickly, um, destroying some of their equipment and stores, and run as quickly as I can across the plains with them in hot pursuit when uh, one of them is about to catch up with me and my life is saved by a timely bullet from Reggie Forthright, who downs the guy that's just behind me, and uh, he's quite glad to see me running away from there, not quite so glad that all these Aztec nationalists are chasing me because he had planned on them being inside when the explosives that he planted had gone off, (laughs) so uh, I inadvertently made room for a sequel. Instead of, them, instead of them all being trapped inside for the explosives to go off that he had planted, uh, I, I escaped through some of them out. So we continue occasionally to be on the lookout for these awful, awful guys. All right, which aspect did I use? One aspect. Don't call me Yokel. What is another one? Uh, directed to the site I am directed to the site by a local physician Hmm. who knows nothing about Aztecs knows nothing about geography or, or the lay of the land or anything like that but just generally gives me some kind of vague directions and I consider it fact I get hopelessly lost in the desert for a while before I actually find the place but he was a doctor and doctors always tell me the truth Wow, that's lame.
2: <laughs> are, are these? Apps, Boy, you do you, you know you're you're creating creating them as I go. aspects, right? <laughs> are you? Yeah, yeah, they're brand new. No, no, no. no. I I don't mean in a belittling way. I just I don't know whether the ones you mentioned these before. Oh yeah, I, I had the know men- If they were mentioned because you put them in on your other phases, because we've been doing this for a while, oh, I, I forgot think, which you know, I've doing. Or if they were, or if they were things that, that
4: they're things that I came up came up with way earlier than this, um, and I think uh, that's a point well taken. And what I should probably do is, because the don't call me Yoko works okay for what I used it for, but well, what I should probably do is work in some kind of uh, replace that whole doctor thing because it's really kind of stupid
3: uh, with. Um, well, so to do with the doctor was actually in cahoots with the Aztecs, and he sent you there intentionally.
4: Yeah, it's possible, but it it just seems to me that this is a really as as far as aspects go, this is really splitting hairs. <laughs> well,
2: that, I wasn't I wasn't I just want to make sure you. No, were, I understand. I wasn't it. saying it in terms of stifling. No, no, it, no. It, I wasn't sure whether you were thinking that we were re like that we were supposed to be inserting. A, Aspects we already picked into the story. Mm-hmm. No, I understand. As to to completely. creating new. Okay, then I'm to shut hear, up
4: now. No, no, you're absolutely. Please, no. This is the whole point of us getting together and going over this is because I was, I was taking, I was taking the totally lazy man's way out here, <laughs> just pulling whatever it was I had on my list. Um, yeah, he could have been in Kuhu, we're just... We're just I just want to make sure we're all engaged. What, what I'm saying is, it you know, gullible to doctors is kind of like, well, yeah, but uh, how often and how many stories is that really going to come up? <laughs> so that's like, you know, can't stand the color mauve or weird crap like that. <laughs> I would like to replace that, actually, with uh, something mechanical, something to do with uh, something that actually treats on this whole gizmo gadget um, good with tools, good with, uh, mechanisms, aspect, hmm, funny, I should say aspect, <laughs> because of his, uh, experience with the tanks in World War I, and, uh, have that be a, a part of his character, so I'm taking that, I'm taking that out of there and putting in mechanical, uh, wow, what would I call it? I know there's a name for it, because I saw a bunch of them in the list. Mechanical aptitude of some kind.
2: No, I just the is I'm going to be my phase five is your novel. The right. fact is my character enjoys wreaking destruction and your character deals with pain. Yeah.
5: <laughs> and we have zombies. Good God, man, this is just writing itself. Most of them did. <laughs>
4: Most of them did. <laughs> Isn't it great? So I'm you, it's like, uh, that was the beauty of the whole pulp era. You didn't need to worry about yeah. the characters. They were like putting in a light bulb.
2: Yeah, but it's like, like uh, I, at first we were all kind of, I, mean, I won't speak for anybody else, I was kind of stiff and it's like, is this going to work? And it's like, now that we've got some of these foundations, it's like, oh, it all clicks. Yeah. That's really yeah,
3: cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: I, li- I like you putting in my
3: plan to um, bring down the uh, Aztec Fortress using dynamite, you know, uh, yeah, me I didn't
4: mean to write the story for you, dude. It's no, no, just the first no, no, thing that came to that,
3: mind. <laughs> that, that's excellent, because it reminds me of my character's plan to hunt for the Loch Ness Monster by having a whole fleet of uh, boats <laughs> traverse the lake while dropping dynamite in.
4: I was just leaning over the railing saying, man, what I wouldn't give for a bunch of death charges, but they haven't been invented yet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I love it. <laughs> Call the words of uh, of Mr. Scott. How do we know he didn't invent the thing? Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs>
3: exactly.
4: <laughs> All right. So yeah, that would be my other aspect. Don't one one is don't call me yokel, and the other one is mechanical aptitude or um, Mr. Fix It or Gadget Guy, something like that. I'm. I, I'm not real worried about nailing it
1: down right now but that's basically like what it would Mr. be. Mr. Fix-It because that gives me some is the, the whole mister Fixit Fix-It gives you an idea of well, kind of like when I, when I was working up Stan Rocket one of the things I do was partially that matter of uh, like he likes to like fiddle with like broken things hmm. and I get distracted by those every once in a while and Mr. Fix-It does kind of bring that to mind. Cool. Yeah, That sounds good. To you, I don't, I don't want to step on what you all, what
4: we all are like doing Well, the only, That's the same. only agenda I'd put Stop. to that is, Mister Fix it can fix or break. <laughs> <'Cause> he, yeah, <laughs> sure. I played hell with, uh, with their little, um, whatever they had going there. Yeah. And the only reason he was able to get at it because it was a relatively new installation that they had left all the stone panels off, where you could get to the, uh, where to the controls. <laughs> You know, when they were going to finish the job, you know, get well-established and everything, then everything would be in place. They'd have the cork boards over it and the plants and the murals and things. But it was still relatively new and raw, and I could see everything and get it everything.
3: I hadn't put in the secret entrance yet.
4: Yes, there you go. <laughs> there was a big note that said, secret engine, uh, put secret entrance here. <laughs>
3: All right. Please blend in with rock. <laughs>
4: Okay, that's very far from me.
3: Okay. Well, mine is that I'm going to be in Nick Tesla's Shocking Shaman of Shanghai. Okay.
1: Indeed. So I am going to have to be so careful with that.
3: Or <laughs> <laughs> sure, we'll never get anywhere. You're right. Uh, okay, my involvement began from reports of strange lights, uh, electrical discharges over the bay in Shanghai that people were reporting as dragons. So of course I went to hunt them. Of course! It all makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. And while I was doing
2: so, I got hit on the head and captured. Oh. I'm, <laughs> I'm, do, I'm right. laughing because my, my in Adam's novel, kind of whispering, <laughs> similar, we're all getting captured. <laughs>
4: well, this, this is the way, I mean, this is the way I look at it. You know, if it's the other guy's novel, if it's the other yeah. guy's novel, yeah, you can help. But you can't see
2: the star. Exactly. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I'm not complaining. I just find it amusing. Yeah, absolutely. It's so. a common trend. Everybody has their moment of oops. Mm-hmm. And you get caught. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. Go on. Okay. Not only am I captured, but I am
3: tortured through the use of electricity.
5: Ooh. Ooh.
3: Ooh. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and this brings forth two aspects. Um. One of which, which I haven't quite figured out the name for, would have to do with a physical endurance or maybe a lack of physical sensation. It could have damaged me in that way. Um, the, and the guy in Bond movie,
2: Yeah. Ooh. Where he's got the bullet in him, but he and he doesn't feel it's slowly. Although maybe yours isn't leaning toward death, but the idea, you know, the bullet is or not bullet in your case, but in the Bond movie, the bullet is dulling his senses so he can't feel any pain or anything like that, no, which makes him problem. be able to do some, I won't say superhuman, but more than normal human feats because he doesn't have to feel the pain of the consequences.
3: Yeah. Oh, or what might be good is if that was slightly disfiguring and it might help me in intimidation. But also go. hurt me in trying to actually get along with people. Okay. So figure, uh, disfigured by electricity. Uh could okay. and um, but the pain was so intense it sent me on a spirit journey. And unbeknownst to these shaman, they connected
2: me with the spirit world. Ooh. Ooh. A <coughs> whole do you a whole new aspect? Pardon the pun. No, no, don't pardon the pun. It's never pardon the pun.
3: <laughs> it's a whole, whole, whole new side to my personality. I know yeah, exactly. it's like an evolution of, so that by the time the others arrive to um, save me from this torment, maybe the uh, shaman were having so much fun they didn't notice their lair being invaded, or they could have wished, mm-hmm. could have taken me with them off to New Jersey or something. <laughs> So by the time I recovered, I realized that I, in fact, had an African spirit totem, which would, every now and then, um, give me advice or bedevil me with uh, how I needed to improve myself.
2: Cool. Very cool, yeah. I'm going to change one of my aspects based on the way this novel is going from the third phase, because I have the Uh no-time-to-lose aspect. And what I'm seeing, oh, maybe I could still keep it. I was going to either put it in, five or I could put it here, but love a, love a good fight aspect. Uh, I was going well, to I guess oh, you. do that. And yeah, I'm trying to think if I need to. Uh, that has some that. potential. Yeah. Okay.
3: So, let's see. Who, um, we still need Eric to do his uh, second novel?
2: The third, third novel the third, yeah um, you know I think I can still keep the no time to lose one and then put uh, love a good fight in the uh, because just because it just because it manifests itself in this novel doesn't mean that it couldn't still be an aspect in the fifth phase I imagine sure um, so I was thinking for the purposes of of the, uh, the zombies as we or at least I assume this from reading the book the Century Club members are pretty high-profile people. Fairly, yeah. But they know about his, his uh, abilities with electricity. And so, Nick Tesla is kidnapped <laughs> by these people because they want to figure out whether or not... Or because they believe that he can jumpstart these corpses they have into... Uh, to kind of a la Frankenstein... Ah, you're an essential uh, part of their plan. Exactly.
5: Mm-mm.
2: And uh, and so that's maybe how uh, how Hank Bugle gets involved, is to rescue Nick initially. Or I don't remember, did you already specify how he got involved in the story initially? Or, or? I, I haven't got a clue. <laughs> okay. Well, there we go then, my God. <laughs> works, for, works for me. <laughs>
4: Um, Nick Tesla has disappeared. And, he was last seen, blah de, blah
5: Okay.
2: And uh, I Love a Good Fight comes into play because once... Because I noticed that our character's goals are not very dissimilar at all as far as, like I said, he loves creating destruction and, you're, and um, your character works with tanks, which are one of the most, you know... Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Once they get together, it's like okay, now the action fest can begin because we're going to, you know, take these and of course it's zombies, so there's all kinds of uh, of well zombie destruction going on, all the body parts flying everywhere and and uh, Even and I
5: was thinking, t-
4: go on. Even in a tank, you can still outrun a zombie. <laughs>
1: Even in that era's tanks. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they weren't low for their
4: <laughs> they weren't known for their zero to sixty uh, capabilities.
1: <laughs> but the other because aspect, of is... dead,
3: maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're not implying his character has his own tank, are you? <laughs> okay. If he is, I like it. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, we could. Hey, it's both. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like my tank? There are. It's called Popeye. (laughs) (laughs) stunts for your own vehicles and that. But my goodness, the number of stunts you would have to dump into that thing to have a tank.
2: (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) Okay, maybe for the purpose of the novel, he had borrowed one or gotten, I don't know. Yeah. He got a hold of one.
4: (laughs) I stole one of Rakdo's tanks.
2: There you go. There you go. And the other one, and I don't know how... This is just... This popped into my head, and I thought, Oh, if I could make this work as since he's into electricity, it would be awesome. Is uh, just the phrase, Red wire, blue wire.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. not that wire. Never clip that wire. <laughs> oh,
4: man.
2: Maybe sometimes he... Even, even with all of his scientific know-how and you know sometimes it just comes down to you gotta figure out you gotta decide are you gonna clip the red wire <laughs> or the blue wire uh-huh. and maybe the negative of that is sometimes he is prone to making rash decisions which may not be <laughs> the most uh the, the most expeditious way of that's not a word. Anyway, um, well, be, expeditious so way of doing things is what I was trying to say. Yeah, or on, on the, the, like, flip side.
1: Yeah. On the flip side of that, it could possibly be a matter of, of, like, waiting until the last possible second because you've you got to make sure you get the right one. Yeah, there yeah. you go. That's even better. There's. I mean, it can work either way
2: depending on the actual circumstance, but yeah. Yeah, because no, in a way, it's funny it's okay if this happens but it kind of conflicts with the uh, there's no time to lose aspect but like you said it depends on the situation yeah which one would come into play or yeah, heck maybe yeah. both of them would come into play and they and they cancel each other out <laughs> uh,
3: does in the nick of time conflict with no time to lose
2: <laughs> well they could sometimes oh okay it depends on the yeah, but kind of. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Shoot. Well, well, no, not necessarily.
1: I mean, it's no fun. But if you I just saw the bomb, as as and
3: there's still two hours.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I just state that as a a a possibility. So
2: you know, we, we'll, like I said, we'll see how it, it works out in 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 actual play. Yeah, I was going to ask you if it was okay if we, you know, sometimes the character evolves as you play it. If we said, can I? Hey, I'm you... using this particular aspect.
1: Yeah. Well, what we'll do is after the like first session, once we've had a chance to really kind of settle in and that, if you want to change around some of it, then yeah, we can do that. And then we'll figure out the rest of it from there on. So. Cool. I don't want to be
4: heavy-handed here, but I would really love to. I would really love to see an aspect on Nick Tesla. What happens when I do this? <laughs> Just hey, oh, you know what?
2: That that would actually be good, too, for the, uh, for the, uh... Eric, break your headset. For the, um, red wire, blue wire, because it would, you know me, what happens if I cut this wire? What happens... I like that.
4: I just I just love the idea of you actually not knowing what's going to happen. It's is, of the fun of the mystery! That's right!
2: The red I mean, wire, that would be too obvious. Right. It's got to be the blue wire. What happens if I do and <laughs> being grossly disappointed
4: if no lightning happens.
1: <laughs> hmm. uh. Uh, okay, so are we good on phase five? Uh, mm-hmm. I believe we are. And
3: my last uh, aspect, uh, disfigured by electricity. Oh, dear. Okay. And that could be anything from, you know, two-faced to uh, a slight scar on my forehead, which everyone goes... So, I don't know how extreme that would be, but that would also
1: give me a little bit of a sensitivity whenever I'm around and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. As an aspect, it would be something noticeable. Okay. So, maybe not horribly disfigured, but noticeably
3: uh, scarred. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that works. Cool. Oh boy, Damn. this is really fleshed out, hasn't it? Damn Shanghai shaman. <laughs> <Yes>. I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to be so careful with that character if I use it. <laughs> <laughs> and the next part in the rulebook is skills. That's so basically figuring out where in the skill pyramid you'll be placing the various skills. So.
4: Yeah, I think this is where I'm going to fall flat on my face. I should probably, let me bring up that page again.
1: Okay, sorry about that. No worries, no worries. All right. Yep. Starting to muse a bit about skills and such.
4: I know we're supposed to have one in superb, two in great, three in good, four in fair, and five in average, right? Correct. Okay. I've just displayed my entire
3: knowledge. <laughs> yeah. That was it. <laughs> that was it. Uh, yeah, the other- I'm looking at the chart too
1: yeah again it, it is possible to, to to leave some of them blank to fill in during play if you want I know Chris did that if you remember back in the in the like, roll monkeys game the the the, the, the sessions that, that 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 kicked off the the roll monkeys way back when
2: ah yes with captain Joey shea <laughs> yes <laughs>
4: I actually almost called uh, Hank Bugle, Captain Hank Bugle, because he was promoted to the Captain, and, and then I thought, uh, no. Been it's been done. It's <laughs> been <really> done. Captain <clears throat> oh. <laughs> That was
1: priceless stuff. Yep. <laughs> that really was. <laughs> All right. Let's see, where's
4: our list of skills? That's what I'm trying to find here. I'm scrolling down and scrolling down and scrolling down. What the
5: hell are you saying? Same thing.
1: Skills chapter what chapter is this? Uh it's page eighty two if you've got that form of it. Otherwise it's after how to do things. Oh, skills, section five. Yeah. Holy shit. Holy crap. I was trying to remember. Which ones are the... See, I know that as, 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 as far as your health boxes, endurance at certain levels will be the ones that add to your health boxes. I'm trying to remember which one it is that adds to your social
2: or, or your uh, composure. I believe that would be uh, resolved.
1: That's right, yes. So those are a couple things to be mindful of. Yes. Resolve is the one that adds uh, composure boxes. So on the left is the actual skill name, and... And the right is sort of the general... Category. Kind of what it's used for category kind of thing, yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, got it.
5: Now
4: I remember. Now I remember. I don't remember what confused me about this. It was... um, you've got uh, you've got something like uh, for example academics let me scroll down and find that yeah like what I see I'm, I'm looking at academics and then I see under that research and in brackets academics what I put down as a skill academics or would I put down a research is like in other words is you research one of your 15 skills or is academics in general
1: yeah, one of your no category categories? it's uh... It's academics. It's um, because of the the research. Basically, the things they go through, like like the research and exposition exposition. exposition and knowledge jumping, those are all things that you can use the skill for, the things that kind of plug it. it, It'll give you a brief description of how you do those using that particular skill, but it will default to that skill. Okay.
4: To to academics. Okay, good. So it's not like I wouldn't put down something like, Declaring minor details as a skill, right? It would be right.
1: academic. That's, that, 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 that's something that you would use that skill to do.
4: Okay. All right. Good. Thank you. I was confused about that, so I, I can just pretty much okay. I can go from this this chart that you were talking about a, a second ago. Cool. All right. Contact social. All right. Good. Hmm. Let's see. The fist from the farm. Should I choose fists? <laughs> I think maybe um, yes All right, this is the question then. where do you want to put where, do I, where should I put it I wonder I don't know uh, what do you guys think about this uh, just looking at this I'm thinking there's two things there's two ideas I've heard so far that I like um, one is uh, the possibility of adding these uh, during gameplay like, like Mark said and actually, the other idea hasn't been mentioned yet, and, and that is maybe unless people are really confused about what they want to go for, should we, like, in, in our own time, come up with this list of 15 and save it for the next session just to see what we initially picked out? Is that all right with other folks? Because otherwise I'm just going to be, like, totally silent here looking at this list and adding as I go. Um, I don't know whether there's something that needs to be resolved, if this is something that needs to be resolved right now. Mark, you know okay. better than that. Better, better than you, for sure. For sure.
1: Um. Basically, we can go either way on that one, or if you want to fill in some of them now based on what you think the character would have, and and then we could, and like I said, since we're going to be doing adjustments after the the procession anyway, I think you know, that that the like, skills kind of work that way too, because I know that we needed to do some back when we first started uh, trying it out, and I think we we had to make some adjustments to what we had. So,
4: very cool. Is that all right with you guys? Okay, sure. Thank you. Yeah, I was kind to, have to learn,
2: learn how important these things, things are. Well, the only the only thing I have about that is that it. It's the next days would be their next step would be stunts, which is going to be more of the same. Yeah, I know. Mean, right I already. Yeah, I've already kind of figured, given the
1: timing in that, that we would we would be doing our our like stunts separately, and then like having everybody email me because I'm everyone's only going to need to email me all, all all of these things, with their aspects and stuff anyway, so that okay. I'll be able to get stuff ready. But I mean, I I, I I already kind of figured, given that we're already about 45 minutes from the end of our allotted time here, that uh, that would we would probably end up doing stunts on if everyone everyone did do stunts on their own. So.
4: Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool.
1: Okay. Uh, let see, do we have a number of stunts that we're going to be allowed?
3: Five. Five stunts. Right. And that includes, like, if one for another one, that still counts as two. Sorry? Right. Oh, like if, if one stunt is a prerequisite for another one, then I have to take the two stunts. Correct. Yeah, okay. Got it.
4: These are kind of—I mean, these are pretty straight. Uh, oh, the, the the stunts are straightforward, and and insofar as how they're described, and the fact that, uh, from what I'm gathering, they they they're enablers of aspects, or they're enablers rather of they, skills rather.
1: They can work either way. Yeah, but mainly just as 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 far as skills, I think if I remember correctly, that a lot of them are are connected to skills so that they... Can you find the chapter in here? Yeah, a lot of them fit into skills. Most of them will be like a special effects you can get using fate points and that kind of thing.
5: Hmm.
4: Is there any such thing as making up your own stunts?
1: Because I already have. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I already have. Um. Uh, I uh, i put tell you th- what. Send me some of those, and I'll look over them. Kind of compare them with some of the existing stunts, and we'll kind of see how how those might might end up fitting.
4: Okay. I only did two. So. I only did two. Okay. They don't actually. I don't know that they're. I don't even know that they're really stunts. They're, actually, what I kind of did was I, I think I got all twisted around on um, most of this stuff and took kind of a. Mark's mother's approach to creating <laughs> this character, instead of actually like, you know, maybe reading the rules. Um, he got the brain of a five-year-old child, and I'm
2: he was glad to get rid of it.
4: <laughs> Pick a card, any card. Keep it. I got fifty-one
2: more. Um, <laughs> I love Groucho. Okay, go on. It's all right, you just Send the Mark's mother and tell me, um,
4: It sounded like uh, it's Um, uh, aspects. Essentially, I, I, what I should have done was put these under aspects. I'll probably just jump on the gun. I should just do uh, do like Mark said and just uh, send it to you. Uh, send it to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll send it yeah, to you. Yeah, and then
1: I'll see either if, there, if there, there might be one that already kind of fits what you're talking about, or I can figure out the equivalencies as far as how deep in a particular tree of stunts they should be, and then we can figure that out from there. Shouldn't well, be too tough. Okay. No. It's slick. Yeah, and of course, anybody who's picking out gadgets and that will want to look over the gadget rules too. So, <laughs> and all that neat fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't even right. looked at
3: that yet. Yeah. Just as long as you don't try to turn my rifle into an electric gun.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is an issue upon which I have views. <laughs> yeah. And of course, I can't help but think of the minigun from, from, like, Predator when you mention that, specifically because of the starts humming and spinning the thing on its own and then going. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Wee. Could be fun, but bound to be
3: unreliable. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Blows up zombies
4: a treat. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> trying to figure out whether I'm, because I'm sort of, even though... Since I have a pretty good handle on the skills I was doing mine anyway, because I'm a loner and a rebel. Um, I can't decide, I can't decide whether uh, for my character as we've described him so far. I'm thinking engineering for his superb, and then science for one of his great. Because I figure science should probably be in there because I mean electricity is still. Although they, 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 I don't know. That's why I'm not sure. When they say science, do they mean more like chemistry science or well, science kind of is sort
1: of the is sort of the the catch-all of the sciences. And that the whereas the engineering is more of the mechanics. In
2: that. So. Yeah. So yeah, I think I'm going to go with my initial instinct because I think he probably would be suited to both. Oh crap! Forgot about alertness. <laughs>
1: Oh, don't forget about alertness. (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those great gaming moments. I needed what skill? (laughs) Yeah.
3: Uh, I think it's interesting. None of us decided to play uh, the hard-bitten detective type. Yeah.
4: Disillusioned gumshoe. Right. Actually, that's kind of more of a 40s thing, I think.
3: Is it? No. yeah, but my second character concept was a ex-baseball pitcher turned private investigator.
2: Well, my initial one was a dwarf that got zapped from uh, his own world into... Uh... And his just
1: names Billabub, right? That's right! <laughs> 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 great. It's a great book series. Yes, it is. I wasn't
2: going to say anything. <laughs> have, you read the, have you read the second one yet? Yes. The, the, the Pinterest Pendant? Yes, I have. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to say nothing spoilerific, but man, the ending of that. Oh! <laughs> I don't want to wait for another two or three years.
3: Uh. I don't know where it is. I just started reading a, a audio book on their site called Dwarfed. Hmm. It was on one of the game game podcasts I listen to. It's very, very funny. A lot of um, tongue and cheek allusions to other things. <laughs> I'll see if I can track that down. Yeah, like the bad guys are named Sticks and Stones.
1: <laughs> okay. And can't we can't we work with like words once in a while? <laughs> <laughs> so how are we doing? I've got all the three
3: assigned. Can um skills be improved later on in the game?
1: That's one of the things that they're kind of weird about it, at least as far as this version of 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 Fate goes. Uh basically what it comes down to is after at least after a major adventure, they'll let you kind of shuffle things around, but there is no real and there's like one other possibility of like increasing the pyramid size by starting off with another one on the lowest level and then building up like that that, but they're really kind of, of nebulous on that because they see this more as a, of a like, pick-up game kind of thing and so they didn't really develop it as much in this one. Uh, they're, I think they're doing a bit better. They're supposed to be doing a bit better with the like Dresden Files game and I picked up the Starblazer Adventures Fate game at, at Gen Con, but I haven't had a chance to really dig into that yet because it's 600 freaking pages. So, <laughs> Yeah. Damn. So it's going to be a while before I see what they've done with it. I, I know they've been picking up some similar things to what Dresden has been turning into, but then they're they're, they're still playtesting Dresden. So, But in short, it's basically shuffling what's already there. So. Okay. So
3: that makes sense, because as a character evolves, different things become more or less important.
1: Yeah. And they're already looking on these characters as really being over the... the the top mega awesome starting out anyway, so. hmm And I guess once we finish off the whatever I end up coming up with here, we can figure out if we want to keep on going or how, or what we want to do as far as that goes, and we'll figure it out from there. Okay, I've got 10, I've got all minus sign, 15, right.
3: Okay. I need one more. Yeah, I've come up with a reason why my character's in the Century Club. Okay. As uh, being someone who's very concerned about keeping up appearances and being very, very British, it is, after all, a club. And <laughs> membership does have its privilege. Which is,
2: uh, yes. Oh, God, I have to put that on there. <laughs> I'm last. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right, Charlie Brown. (laughs) (laughs) That's
3: okay. I'm still trying to figure out if I really need might in there if I could replace him with something else.
4: Just so that I don't have to scroll down away from this chart that I'm looking at, drive
1: is what? Uh, that's uh, cars and that. That's oh, just it's it's just driving.
4: <clears throat> oh, so and I think motivation. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the real drive to blow up the Aztec temple. <laughs> <laughs> right.
3: well, that goes without saying.
5: Yeah. But,
3: so why you bring it up?
5: I don't know.
4: Well, did I put the same one down twice? Oh, no, I didn't, good. <laughs> like, well done, you're brain dead, try again.
1: Resolve would kind of fit in to what you were, you were thinking about. Yep. And oddly enough, drive also allows you to go into boats and other vehicles that basically are not aircraft. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Andy.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, one of the things I was going to do with um, with Stan Rocket with his uh, with his amazing rocket car was I worked up some kind of a a like boat conversion for it. <laughs> cool.
4: So essentially supercar. Well, oh, wait a minute. No, it doesn't. Uh, does it fly. No. Almost supercar.
1: I don't think I, I gave him pilot, but you know, boats are almost as as good. I can still deal with a like downed bridge with a boat. Kind of
4: <laughs>
1: This is true. I already have that,
4: I already have that, I already have that. What's the one I'm gonna wish I had?
3: <laughs> oh yeah. Right, it's gotta be easy. Well you should, should always also say woo. what's what's the reasonable uh oh, I don't need this. Sorry, I'm thinking out loud. I'm sorry. That's okay. You see, you could also say which is the reasonable hole in your uh, character's experiences.
4: Yeah, that's true. Well, I, I've, I've got a bunch of, I've got uh, 15 assigned. I don't know that, uh, as we said, I don't know that these are going to be the ones that stick, but they're a starting point at least.
1: Yeah, well, like I said, once we get through the like, first session, we'll, we, we can figure out, If we wanna shuffle things around at that point, then we can do that. Cool, okay.
3: And we've got a working version. Cool. Uh.
2: As an inventor, does it behoove me to take the resources, skill, or do I assume that the sensory club is giving me the equipment and whatnot, materials that I need? You can get a certain amount from the Century Club, but
1: as far as personal lab and that kind of thing, that does come under resources, yeah. So at at least some level of resources would probably come handy for you. Uh,
2: Okay, there's an average (laughs) slot open. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I found the description, but it talks about money, and I was thinking more in terms of stuff. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Might be... (laughs) Let me make sure it's not... There might be something as far as labs and stuff and stunts, actually. Let me find that.
3: But the Century Club can cover our just traveling around the world. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay, good. Because I'm pretty modest of means otherwise. Yeah. Let's see. Resources does handle such things as, like, uh, like faces and... All the way from home, away from home, to the Stately Pleasure Dome, um, the secret volcanic lair. Yeah, correct. Okay.
2: Yeah. So, I'll put average in there. If I need, turns out it, it hinders me. I'll change it with game master approval, of course.
1: Cool. <laughs> okay. Do you need to know what these are right now, or you want to email those? So you... Um. Yeah. Um, well, I'm I'm going to need the aspect lists and such anyway, so just email me all of the stuff. Uh, like when you get the like stunts figured out, I guess. Um, then go ahead and email me those, and then I'll be able to see. Um, how soon you you'll figure you'll have these more or less finalized?
4: I can probably get my stuff to you at least by uh, um,
3: today, uh, Friday afternoon. Cool. Sure. I just need to review the stunts and uh, such. Cool.
4: Now, we're meet, uh, when next are we supposed, uh, supposed to get together?
1: Uh, let's see. I was thinking, if it's alright with everyone, I was thinking every two weeks because next week I'm going to be editing all games considered and, and that takes me a bit of time. Sure. So, so the next time would be the 15th. Well, Well,
2: come on, Mark. Priorities for crying
4: out loud. Two weeks from tonight is fine. (laughs) Two weeks from tonight works out great. Yes, it does. All right, cool. Guys, uh, this was this was a lot of fun. Yeah.
2: Um, Definitely.
4: I really enjoyed the. You know, I was.
2: I don't know if this is making too bold, bold a statement. Um, so if it is, I mean no offense. If Roll Monkeys does wind up winding down well, I just realized how that sounds <laughs> maybe we could put this maybe we could start our our this in its well not in its place, but you know what I mean. That's hubris. <laughs> hey, I am certainly not I, I don't want it to wind down, but if it does yeah. You have a
1: contingency. Yeah. yeah. We're still kind of seeing how, how that's going, so it's it's just, we've, we've been short uh, Max for a little while here, and into the foreseeable future, possibly, he works in construction, and Lord knows there's a lot of construction work available around here at the moment, so... Yeah. I mean, you know, getting things fixed back up from, from, from what was left of Ike, so... Right.
4: Yeah, I heard about how hard that hit you in a couple of places. That, that was uh...
1: oh yeah. I mean, run through through here, um, uh, up into Cincinnati, Columbus. Um, I uh, James Gadeski had been commenting on AGC's last few episodes because we had the the thing about Pittsburgh came up, and it, uh, apparently it was still going pretty good when it got up there. Damn. So yeah, that was a it was a mess.
4: Well, wow. I could never and see something like this being a, a roll monkey thing, but maybe roll chimps.
2: Well, no, and like I said, I'm not. I've
4: <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely I understand. First. I understand what yeah. you're talking about.
2: It, 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 you know, it's an interim between, you know, if it gets to the point where you guys just like, you know, wow, we can't, you know, Max is going to be gone for another month and a half or whatever, you know, just yeah. until things get back up. Yeah. Yeah, we're, well, the, we're the substitute monkeys. Oh,
4: yeah. Yeah, yeah, the roll, you go. the roll chimps, or, or the uh, uh, monkeys, yeah. the roll chimps. Yeah, it's like or or the the roll, um, the roll terriers turned into goldfish or something like that. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all a little, uh, little yeah. early. Maybe we should play a couple of games and just. You know. <laughs>
2: we're the roll ch- yeah. chinchillas.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm more than happy. Well, I'm we'll more than happy to as,
1: as will. We'll figure that out as as we go. I'm sure some name will come to mind as we go along. We didn't even come up with like roll monkeys until we were, I think, four sessions into Spirit of the the Century. So there you go. Uh, wow. But uh, no, but I mean, we've been um, um, Greg Clay and I have been playing have been trying to play Sons of of Liberty these last few times, and we've actually been able to get people here, and it's. I think we kind of approached it in the wrong mindset, because... I, th- I think that these, like, story game type things, you can't really approach as cutthroat as this group tends to sometimes. Because hmm. mm-hmm. we were all just there tense, like, uh, trying to find the opportunity that we're doing this, and... Uh, you know, and, and on you and all this and we are trying to rush through all of, the, all of the, they were trying to rush through, you know, getting all of our stuff out there and, we're, and we ended up with these really weird disjointed things that were getting cut off before they really needed to be and I think as if we are we, going to try to back off from it and see how that goes the next time we can actually get people together, which is hopefully tomorrow. But we'll see. Cool. cool. Is there, to keep
3: keep in mind, is there some sort of conventions that are a little different by doing a game this way instead of face-to-face that perhaps we ought to keep in mind?
1: Oh, yeah, that's a, a good point. Um, let's see, uh, like I said in the emails as far as dice rolling, I'm cool with you all rolling your own dice. Um, I I, I don't really know of any online fudge dice simulators anyway, although if we didn't find D6 ones, that works fine. If that makes you all more comfortable. Uh, How many of you all actually have fudge dice? I I just got a set.
4: Cool. Yeah. Silence. Um, Silence from Adam 5.
2: Well, Adam, I have 16 of them, so if you want, you can have four of mine. I'll just sort of send them three. What I was actually
4: (laughs) just about to say, I'm... I'm uh, absolutely perfectly happy with Mark uh, rolling with his fudge dice for yeah. whatever I need to roll.
1: Yeah, okay. or or if you, if you can just find, like, four D6s, then you can just count the 1 and 2 as the minus, 3 and 4 as the neutral, 5 and 6 as the, like, plus, and just roll four of of those, and that works the same. So okay. However you want to do that.
2: Right. Okay. Um. A note to self: Skype at the dining room table because you have much more room to roll dice. I Ooh. just drop a of them on off the desk. <laughs> Check out, See. Okay. See. my little box
1: sitting here to roll
3: dice in.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this game isn't as much oriented as far towards the real need for battle maps and all that kind of thing. So I, I wasn't going to 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 go with those. If I don't know if you all. Right. M- feel better with something like that. I don't know. I was just going to go with it like this
2: and we can try it later if we need to. Yeah, I would have a hard time with being as I use a screen reader for my computer. Is yeah, the there is that. Yeah, so. yeah. Sorry, guys. If you wanted to use some yeah. sort of little battle map thing so that you can keep things
3: in
1: mind of where everything is, that would be okay. Then you can just you know let us know how far we are from people. Yeah, and this and this game pretty much does that in like spaces anyway, kind of like uh, Marvel Super Heroes uh, if you remember that, that, that game the, the basic scale seems to be a, a, about the same as far as how big an area is. So.
2: Oh, I love that old game. God! <laughs> I've not seen any of the new I don't know. I haven't seen any of the new Marvel inter- iterations but man, that was just that was a classic right there. hmm Face rip. Oh, I found that audio book thing by the way.
3: Uh, it's on uh, 3.5 Private Sanctuary. Okay, let me write that down. They just had chapter cha- chapter one of Dwarfed Sanctuary.
1: Dwarfed. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Uh, very funny. Cool. Um, have any of you all played an escape game before? Because I I will be honest, this is the first time I have ever tried something like this. Might as well. So.
4: What nope. you're doing, I'm doing same. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, so Is, is, is there anything to, you all could? Sorry. Oh, I was going to say I'd have to apologize because uh, uh, I'm so used to being a game master. Whenever we have a pause where people aren't talking, I keep interjecting to move <laughs> things along. Yeah. Good. Good. Keep doing that. It prevents dead air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah dead dead um, air over the over
2: the air. Or
3: at the gaming table is a bad thing.
2: <laughs> yes. Um, well, I think is it's a, safe to say it's good that we're not trying to play Savage Worlds over.
1: Uh,
2: oh. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> oh, well, that,
1: Savage Worlds they, gets in, in in involved with the cards and all that other stuff. Cards oh. and
2: multi-polyhedral dice and minis and yeah. Yeah. or potentially minis. You don't That's quite way. need them, but you don't quite quite need them, but it definitely helps. Yeah, it's got everything. <laughs> It's yeah.
1: a neat system, uh, but it would be kind of tough it to run
2: here. Yeah, it would be difficult to... I've always wanted to... I've never played it, but i always wanted to. Kind of like this, actually. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Skyping with Savage Worlds just does not seem practical. Yeah. I'm sure if you really got determined, you could do it. But, man, that okay. would be an interesting challenge. Mark, I think uh, you picked any...
4: just the right game. I think you picked just the right game for uh, first Skype, uh, first Skype get together, or Skype game in general. Because I think, like you said, like like everybody said, we're not going to miss anything like a battle map or a, or a positioning screen or anything. Because it all happens, it all happens story style. Yeah, yeah. And I think it'll work uh, fine.
1: Whether, yeah, should it it should. Uh, were, there any, were there any particular concerns you all had as far as the whole Skype thing? Because
3: no, as long as the connection
1: doesn't, <laughs> yeah. Just <to> be us. You know, keep our fingers crossed. Oh. Yeah. Well, the, the, that's why I had I had Adam posted this time because it's been mine has been really weird. Like, like I, I mentioned er, earlier, that my Firefox kind of crapped out on me. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, this is still working fine. But if I get on the... I can't really get on the Internet right now otherwise unless I um, go into the window here and repair this connection, which, of course, would disconnect me from everything and otherwise. So, yeah. Oh, well. So I've been kind of... And uh, hopefully that... I'm, I'm going to have to talk to the, the roommate whose name is actually on the, the, the phone bill and see if he can... Find out what's going on there, and well, Mark, thank you very much again.
4: Absolutely, Uh, and thank you guys. This was a this was just like I said, a lot of fun. Two weeks from tonight, try to get together and get get into actual game.
3: Yeah, the fun is just getting started. Yeah, I'll I'll just come home from a con in two weeks. Quick. Yeah. Oh, which one? Yeah. So, uh, Necronomicon. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's going to be in Saint Petersburg this year. Yeah,
2: Florida or Russia? Oh, Florida.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> <I've> heard, <laughs>
1: I'm going to stay as far oh, away from those zombie Bolsheviks as. That's as right.
2: <laughs> can take lots
4: I'll, of pictures.
2: with the you know, Nick or non It could go either way, so I just figured. I'll bring Nick's
3: electric zombie sniffer with me.
5: There we go. <laughs> All,
4: right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I guess we should probably just call it here.
5: We're, yeah.
4: We're coming up on uh, 5 to 10, and I think the timing worked out superbly.
5: Very well, yeah.
4: And, uh,. You know, I'll keep in touch. I'll, I'll do, uh, you know, keep in touch with everybody by email. And if, any, if there's any kind of problems where somebody can't make it, by all means, of course, let everybody know. But otherwise, uh, talk to you all in two weeks. All right. All right. Good. Yeah, that's all right thank all right, you all again. Take it easy. All catch right. uh, Bye. you later. Bye-bye.
0: All right. Thanks. Bye. And so, there we have it character creation session for Spirit of the Century, and the very first meetup of the Gutter Skypes. Next week, of course, we'll get into playing the game story itself, and I certainly hope you'll join us for session two. Thank you again, and see you then.